Today on InGrace, we're on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, the quest to rebuild the Jewish Temple. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and you're listening to a very special Friday and weekend edition of In Grace. The reason I say it's very special is because we're starting a brand new series. This one's a three-part series, and we're going to be telling you about the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Now, this is really exciting to me because my whole life, I've been aware of the biblical basis that there will be a temple rebuilt. Will it be in our lifetime? We're not sure. But the momentum is really picking up in Israel. We had the opportunity to get in on a gentleman, friend of mine, that brought five red heifers from Texas, flew them over to Israel. We were there at the ranch in Texas where the red heifer was actually still with the mom and the the rest of the cows. And we were able to interview the rabbis in Israel that are bringing these red heifers over. Now, what's the red heifer? It's a cow that has to be about two years old that has never had a yoke, never had a blemish. And when they tag the ears of these cows, they are immediately disqualified. So these had never been tagged. It's a whole story of, of a miracle. And as of right now, they all look like they would be uh, uh, good enough for the ceremony. Now, that means they can't have other colors of hair on their body. There, there are a lot of stipulations that the rabbis are looking at. But let's say one of these does turn out to be the perfect red heifer. They can take that. They can actually do the ceremony right now on the Mount of Olives where they burn the animal, they take the ashes and mix it with water, and they start to purify the nation of Israel so that once the temple is rebuilt, then the nation is ready and the priests are ready. So all of this is coming true right now. The movement to rebuild the Jewish temple is gaining momentum. Now, there's obviously a real big problem, and that is the Muslims the Dome of the Rock, the Al-Aqsa Mosque. So we're going to explore all of this in this three-part series where we get great access to people that are making harps for the temple ceremonies and the music of the temple. We're going to be interviewing a man that's growing ancient plants that haven't been grown in Israel for 2,000 years. He's growing them for potentially using as incense in the temple. And we're going to be talking about the Temple Institute and all the implements and items that they're making and preparing for this incredible, incredible thing. It's predicted in the Bible. We're going to tell you why it's predicted. We're going to show you the scriptures. And I think this is going to be one of those incredible uh, series that that you get to uh, listen to here. Now, I'd also recommend that you watch this. It's a, a radio program, obviously, but it's also a video series. Now, you want to see it because we have incredible animations. If you've ever seen the YouTube channel, Israel, my channel, the gentleman that uh, does that video has given us his 
computer animations of what the temples would have looked like in the time of Solomon, Zerubbabel, Herod, and then also what the the, the third temple will look like. We'll call it the, maybe the tribulation temple. And then the future millennial temple. We're going to show you all this in computer animation and all these interviews. We really need to see this as well as listen to it. So in order to get the video series, make a gift of any amount to In Grace. That gift will make sure more people hear the gospel through our media ministry. And we're going to thank you by sending you this three-part video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Now, uh, you can get the DVD or digital download for a gift of any amount. If your gift is $35 or more, we're also going to send you my eight-part prophecy series filmed in Israel, Armageddon's Dawn, and the accompanying prophecy chart. We need to hear from you today. You can contact us by going to our website, and you can get it right then and there, or you can call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. The website is ingraceradio.com. The phone number is 1-800-78-GRACE, and some of you would rather mail us a request, and you can do that by mailing it to ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Now, I'm going to have all that repeated for you here in a moment, but let me just encourage you to get this incredible three-part video series. It was so delightful to make this. I was so amazed at the access we got, and I really want to share that with you. Let me also tell you that you can come to Israel with us, and if you'd like information on one of our Ingrace Israel tours, go to ingraceradio.com, click on travel. While you're there, you're going to notice that we're also doing a creation cruise this summer with Ingrace to Alaska, and we would love for you to join us there or in Israel or on any of our travel opportunities. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Growing up, my dad preached about the end times, and he would tell us that there were Bible prophecies about the Jewish temple being rebuilt. This always intrigued me, and when I started to go to Israel for myself, I could imagine the temple standing there as I gazed upon the Temple Mount. After spending many years touring and filming in Israel, I've noticed more and more people talking about the importance of rebuilding the temple. It feels like Bible prophecy is coming to life before my very eyes. About a year ago, I got a text from a friend in Texas who was working on trying to find pure red heifers and getting them to Israel. He's a Christian who loves Israel very much, and he even lives in Israel much of the time. He told me that InGrace could have an inside look at his quest to find the perfect red heifer so that Israel could be purified for the resumption of the temple sacrifices. After starting to film the red heifer story, we kept meeting other people who were involved in making a third temple a reality. From a rancher in Texas, to a harp-making couple in Israel, to a museum in Jerusalem, to a farm near Jericho, these people all feel like God wants them involved in this incredible quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. We're in Texas and we're looking for cows. This is one of the most interesting stories we've ever told because what we're looking for here in Texas actually has to do with Israel and Israel's redemption. Here we are at a ranch that has red heifers. Later, 
We're gonna tell you the amazing story of these red heifers' flight to Israel. But let's first talk about the Bible's prophecies about the rebuilding of the temple and the history of the previous temples. When John was given his vision of the future, he wrote about a temple during the tribulation period. Revelation 11:1 1 says, rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. This passage teaches that the Jewish temple will be standing in Jerusalem at least by the midpoint of the future tribulation period. We know that the temple isn't in existence today, but Jesus predicted that. He said in Matthew 24, 2, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Jesus' prediction came true when Rome destroyed the temple. A few verses later, Jesus predicted that the temple would be desecrated, and of course, by implication, it means that it has to be in existence. In Matthew 24, 15 and 16, Jesus said, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Jesus was referencing the prophet Daniel's prediction of the Antichrist's desecration of the temple in Daniel 9.27. While most of the people we talk to who want to rebuild the temple don't understand these prophecies, their hearts seem pure. They want to resume the temple sacrifices as a way of pleasing God. They all yearn for the day when the temple will stand again. Rabbi Hanan Hubietsky, you are very involved in the desire for there to be the third temple. I start saying, us as Jews, we, we pray three times a day. And one of the things that we pray in every prayer of ours is build Jerusalem. That we want God to come back. It's been 2,000 years that uh, kind of our direct phone call has been kind of disconnected in a certain sense. And now we're coming back, or we, God has brought us back to, to here. I mean, we could be having this conversation here in, in Jerusalem for, for centuries. Jews had prayed for this moment, and we have the privilege to actually be sitting here and talking. Rabbi Saki Memo was part of the group responsible for bringing the Texas red heifers to Israel. As we stood on the property on the Mount of Olives that had been bought for the red heifer ceremony, I wanted to know what the rebuilding of the temple meant to him. We are in time of redemption. And part of the redemption is to build new building, to build new train, to build new uh, autonomic car. But the second level is to build a spirituality. Why is this spot so important to God? Well, there's a Jewish tradition that says that this rock is the foundation stone of creation. Many centuries after Abraham, King David captured the city of Jerusalem from the Jebusites. He moved his capital here, and he lived in the fortress of Zion, which he called the city of David. Since the time of the Exodus, the tabernacle was the place of meeting between God and man. David even brought the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem, and he yearned for a permanent place to be built to worship the Creator. 
while God did not allow David to construct the temple because he was a man of war, David did prepare the materials and purchased the threshing floor from Aruna, the same location where Abraham offered Isaac. Here, Solomon would build an amazingly beautiful temple, but sadly, that temple would be destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. After the Jewish Babylonian captivity, Zerubbabel would rebuild the Jewish temple, but much less grand than Solomon's. Later, King Herod the Great greatly expanded the Temple Mount platform and significantly enhanced the temple itself. This was the temple that Jesus frequented, and it was the temple that he predicted would be destroyed. There is still evidence of Solomon's and Herod's incredible feats of engineering, with massive stones making up the retaining wall still standing to this day. Mika and Shoshone Harari are making authentic biblical harps in Israel for the first time in thousands of years. Sadly, their harp workshop recently burned down due to wildfires set by arsonists. But they still had a hopeful outlook and were excited about being part of something miraculous. Many of their harps are now ready to be played in the Third Temple. In the prophets, there's a few of them that repeat this, and it says, in those days, I will call my children from the four corners of the earth, from the east and the west and the north and the south, and I will bring them back to their own land, and I will replant them, and they will never be uprooted again. We didn't have a choice. <laughs> it was at a certain point, it felt like something was like a cable was connected to us, and it just drew us here. And we could have gone to Maui instead, <laughs> you know. So it's got to be something holy and, you know, prophetic and end of days to have brought us to the land at the end of days. And everything else that happened, we, we knew. But, it, you know, after we'd been here a little while, we knew that there was something very important going on and that we were sent here to bring the heart back. If you look about what was happening here 30 years ago regarding the temple, so then you would see, okay, uh, maybe there isn't a movement, but today there is such a, 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 a yearning towards it. And we know that the Western Wall is just the outer wall praying towards the actual Western Wall of the, the Temple Mount, right? The, of, of the actual temple, because the Holy of Holies was in the west of the Temple Mount. And I think that that already people want that. They want to already, they want to move on to the next step to kind of already, okay, let's, let's get together. Let's move together and let's work together. You know, when I was a kid, I don't remember that we talk about the Temple Mount. Today, my grandson, he's four years old. If you will talk with him, I don't want to say every two sentences, but you know, he's talking about the temple. Wow. Is that, is that common with, with Jewish children? Yeah, these yeah, days? yeah, yeah. Wow. And this is part of the change. Hmm. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. 
Are you interested in the end times prophecy of the rebuilding of the Jewish temple? Then you need to watch InGrace's new video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Jim Scudder Jr. will take you to amazing sites like the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock, and the land on the Mount of Olives purchased for the sacrifice of the red heifer. Jim Scudder has exclusive interviews with experts and people involved in rebuilding the temple. This new series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes and see how all of this impacts our world today. When your gift is $35 or more, Jim Scudder will also send you an incredible eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn and a beautiful End Times Prophecy Chart. Don't wait. Get this video series today to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. The world's foremost expert on the archaeology of the Temple Mount is Dr. Lane Rittmeyer. If anyone would know why this place is so important, it would be him. Why is there so much interest around the world today in the Temple Mount that you had the opportunity of working on and, and measuring? Yes, I spent years measuring, not only on top of the Temple Mount, but around it and even underneath mm -hmm. it. I um, surveyed the Double Gate Tunnel and the Triple Gate and Solomon's Tables. I spent a whole week inside the Golden Gate to, to measure it and make drawings, and so I know it inside out. The interest must be that Moses, or God told Moses, that he will choose a place to place his name there. And that... If you read in Psalm 78, for example, first he talks about that mountain when he brought him out of Egypt, there's Mount Sinai, which his right hand had purchased. And then later in the Psalm, in verse 60, you read about he forsook Shiloh because there's a place where the tabernacle stood for a long time. But then he says, I, he chose the tribe of Judah and Mount Zion, which he loved. So you feel when you go to that place that there is something special. While filming in Jerusalem to bring you this series, we learned about a man who lived near Jericho who was bringing back ancient biblical plants for the first time in thousands of years. It's expected that the resin from his Balm of Gilead and other plants will be used for the third temple's incense. You're known or being known for bringing back biblical plants in Israel, which to me is, uh, it's kind of, a, it parallels the people of Israel, the Jewish people being reborn. And now all of these ancient uh, things like these plants are also being reborn alongside with you. And there are promises in the Bible that this will happen. So do you feel like you're part of something that's, that's pretty big? And yes, I know that I'm part of uh, something, uh, of a good thing. And are you a religious man? No. Are you, do you, do you have any sense of longing for this definitely, to, be, definitely, to resume? Definitely. I, I, I find out that uh, you can have a very strong faith even without being uh, religious. What Guy said struck me as very true. Religion is man's attempt to reach God. 
The problem is that we're sinners. Therefore, God had to reach down to us. It is faith, not religion, that pleases God. It's important, therefore, especially for the Jews and for the Muslims, because after all, and the Christian, we all have Abraham in common. Mm-hmm. We all believe in Abraham, Ibrahim or Abraham or Abraham, whatever they call him, he was the ancestor of all three faiths. And that binds them all together. Mm-hmm. And so the Temple Mount is where the three monotheistic faiths, um, Christianity and, and Judaism and, and, and Islam, have their connection and they all want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they're all interested in it. And you see it is almost in the news every day, especially now we've got a very right wing government in Israel, again under Benjamin Netanyahu, who had to make a coalition with very right-wing people who want to have great interest in the West Bank and in the Temple Mount, and I think we may see some fireworks. Uh, I mean, not literal fireworks, but political fireworks. (laughs) And you can see that all events are building up to it. People are drawn to it, whether they want it or not. (laughs) When Abraham was asked of God to go bring Isaac from Beersheba up to the mountains of Moriah, that God would select a mountain, the right one to go to, an important place to God. And Isaac, when they were getting there, said, where's the sacrifice? And Abraham said, God will provide himself the lamb. Yes. And so what does that mean to you? That, that picture that was put forth by God of Abraham and Isaac, but then a couple thousand years later, there actually was a sacrifice of a son by a father. Now, there were two sacrifices on Mount Moriah. They've got a binding of Isaac, but Isaac wasn't sacrificed. Uh, and he became, again, according to Hebrews 11, a type uh, Abraham believed that God would raise him from the dead. And he represents the risen Christ. But there was another sacrifice. Have you ever wondered why Jesus had to wear a crown of thorns? Was it just a, a whim of the Roman soldiers? No, I don't think anything happened to Jesus by accident. The second sacrifice was the ram. And the ram had his horn, he had his head with his horn caught in a thorn bush. He had thorns in his head. That ram was killed. And he represents the Christ that was crucified on the cross. But the binding of Isaac represents the the risen Christ. So we got two sacrifices. One represented the crucifixion and the other one represented the the resurrection. And that all happened there on Mount Moriah. Now, if that's not the most important connection we have with the Temple Mount, I don't know what else is. It is fascinating. It gives you a deeper insight in the events that took place thousands of years ago. And that makes a connection with the present and with the future. And that's the importance of, of work on the Temple Mount. All the things I've learned over the years by focusing on the Temple Mount, what happened on Mount Moriah through the ages, because they are all connected. The Bible says that those that have received Jesus, Yeshua, by faith, they believed in him, the one who is the son of God, who came and lived a perfect life. He fulfilled the law and the prophets exactly as it was written. This Jesus is God in the flesh. He came and died for our sins on a cross. And if you will trust in him and him alone, 
not a religion, not trying to be good, not trying to be better because we are lost and we cannot be any better. We can never earn eternal life. Therefore, we put our trust in the perfect one. The Bible says we pass from death to life. We are saved from hell to heaven. We are saved today, tomorrow, and forever. Then the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so therefore, let us glorify God with our bodies, with ourselves, not to be saved, not to stay saved, but because we're saved. And my friends, that's the greatest news in the entire world. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. Are you interested in the end times prophecy of the rebuilding of the Jewish temple? Then you need to watch In Grace's new video series, The Quest to Rebuild the Jewish Temple. Jim Scudder Jr. will take you to amazing sites like the Temple Mount, the Dome of the Rock, and the land on the Mount of Olives purchased for the sacrifice of the red heifer. Jim Scudder has exclusive interviews with experts and people involved in rebuilding the temple. This new series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness prophecy being fulfilled before our very eyes and see how all of this impacts our world today. When your gift is $35 or more, Jim Scudder will also send you an incredible eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn and a beautiful End Times Prophecy Chart. Don't wait. Get this video series today to order the quest to rebuild the Jewish temple. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.